Hello and welcome to the Reboot Podcast. My name is Dr. Beth Gracie. I am a pharmacist. I am a certified health nutrition and fitness coach, and I look to help you feed what's hungry, mind, body, and belly. In this podcast, we are going to examine things that are physical and mental health in nature. We're going to look at all the things that support the goals that you have for your individual body and find simple solutions that work within your lifestyle. I look forward to getting to know you and welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome back to this Reboot Podcast. I am Dr. Beth Gracie and today, oh today I've got a big one. (laughs) I have a big topic today. Um, Hands up if you are a people pleaser. Hands up if you are kind of that type A, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to say yes to all the things because I know if I say yes, it's going to get done and it's going to get done right because I'm doing it. You're my people. This one is for you. So today we're going to talk about saying yes and how that's maybe not a good thing. More importantly, we're going to learn how to say no, or maybe not even no. Maybe we're just going to delay saying yes. And this is really hard, you guys. (laughs) This is really, really hard. And I'm, you know, I'm one of these people too. You know, a lot depends on, you know, how we grew up and, you know, what kind of stressors we had and, you know, whether or not we grew up in a one parent, a two parent, you know, who was working, who was staying home, you know, what kind of problems we had to solve on our own, you know, the support, the support systems, you know, tons of reasons why, you know, we are who we are now. But the most important thing is if we can recognize who we are now, what we do, we can make empowered decisions about whether or not that serves us right now and in the future. And that's really the biggest message is, you know, Do you even know? Do you even know what you're doing? Do you even take that second to slow down and recognize I am doing this thing. This is how, this is the consequence for that. Everything we do, every action that we take, every food that we eat, every beverage that we drink, there's always a consequence for that thing. That consequence could be positive. That consequence could could be negative, but there's always a consequence for that. So if that's, you know, jumping rope, if that's, you know, eating broccoli, if that's eating a cookie, if it's going for a run, if it's going to bed, if it's waking up earlier, if it's saying yes, saying no, it doesn't matter. There's always a consequence to that thing. So if we can pause just for that second and ask ourselves, gigantic questions, two gigantic questions. They're very simple, but they're huge. And it applies to any single choice that you were ever going to make for yourself. Those two questions are, how am I going to feel after? And does this get me where I want to go? Right? How am I going to feel after? That's huge. Right? Does this give me with something? Does this leave me feeling pride? Does this leave me feeling happy? Does this leave me feeling fulfilled? Does this leave me feeling resentful? You know, what, how am I going to feel after? Am I going to be energized or am I going to be drained? So if you think about what those things are, you know, you really can apply them to any particular choice that you're about to make. Today, I want to talk about that just in terms of saying yes or saying no to other people. And, you know, as we are, you know, kind of approaching that midlife point, you know, I'm, I'm 41. I've got, I've got two kids. They're you know, hovering in the tweens. Um, They love to say that. They love to say that they're tweens. It's so funny. Um, You know, they're nine and 11. And, you know, I don't spend my entire day, you know, 
feeding it. Well, not really feeding a kid. I still do feed kids constantly actually, but you know, I'm not running around and making sure that there, you know, there's not danger lurking in every corner. I'm not, you know, running around and changing diapers. I'm not, you know, hunched over and chasing toddlers all the time, but I still do a lot, right? You know, I, you know, I'm the household manager. So, you know, I'm scheduling doctor's appointments and dentist appointments and I'm shuffling a kid here. And what day does this kid have pictures? And did I send money for the after school party that this kid is going to? And, you know, the list is never ending of those things. So there's only so much mental load that a person can take before things start to kind of fall apart a little bit, right? You know, add in that perimenopausal, menopausal brain fog piece. And like, it's hard. (laughs) It's really hard. But then if we look at the fear of judgment, if we look at the fear of disappointing someone else, because we didn't do that thing that they asked us to do, it's a whole different, it's a whole different way, right? It's a whole different thing that's going on in your brain. And quite frankly, we don't have space for that. And if we are spending some time in that place of like icky juju, it takes a lot of energy too. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't have very much of that to spare. And so if we're spending a lot of time worrying, if we're spending a lot of time, you know, just saying yes and adding and adding and adding, just because we don't want to think what what that other person is thinking, if we say no, how does that actually serve us? Right? Like, are the things that we are doing, are the things that we are eating, are the actions that we're taking, are the words that we're consuming, are the words that we're saying serving us, are the boundaries that we're setting? I read a, I read a quote the other day, actually, and it was, I'm going to butcher it, but I should have saved it. Um, and it was talking about, you know, it's not hard to set boundaries. It's difficult to cope with the feelings about respecting those boundaries. And it was kind of eye-opening to me and really why I want to talk about this topic today, because that really, that really did hit home for me, because that's what we're talking about. If we blindly say yes, if yes is our default, then we're not respecting ourselves in that. We're not taking that time to recognize, can I actually, can I actually do this, do this thing? Do I have the mental capacity, the emotional capacity, the energetic capacity to actually do this without sacrificing something else, right? Every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Every time you say no to something, you're saying yes to something else. Are those things actually serving you? And we get to this place where we feel like everything becomes a non-negotiable, right? I have 12 bazillion things that I probably should be doing today. (laughs) I don't have 12 bazillion things that are actually priority. And it's tricky to sift those out. I've got a whole exercise that I can give you, and we'll talk about that in a second, um, you know, to really kind of see, is your energy being spent on things that are in fact priority? And if we can spend our energy doing those things and we like, gasp, um, relinquish a little bit of control to someone else, you know, what does that open up for us? Does that open space in our brain? Does that relieve a little bit of that mental load? And I can hear, like, I can see it. I can see like your chest closing when they're like, if I give that to somebody else and what if they don't do it right? And then I'm going to have to do it again. So I should probably just do it now because I know how to do it. And it's a whole, stop, (laughs) stop, take a second, take a break. And this is a really humbling thing to think about, but it's, we're not actually good at everything. Hmm. We're not. And from an ego perspective, I actually don't want to be right? There are things that we thrive in. There are absolutely things that we are 
fantastic and stellar at. And if you can think about those things for yourself, what are those things that you are like you're you want to brag about it? You know, are you a really good artist? Are you a good swimmer? Um, are you a good listener? Are you, you know, what are those things that bring you joy that you truly enjoy doing? If that becomes an obligatory thing, because everything is an obligatory thing, we start to become resentful of everything. So it sucks the joy out of the things that we actually actually did like, actually did love, actually did enjoy doing and look forward to doing because we don't have time or space to handle that any longer. Does that serve you? So if we say yes and we continue to pile on all of these things, now our energy isn't focused. Our energy is fractured to 12,000 different things. We could be really good at two things or we could be super mediocre at 50, right? If we're actually able to take some of that mental load down, if we're actually able to focus our energy and focus, period, <laughs> on something, our productivity goes way up. Our joy capacity goes way up. Our accomplishment goes way up. Our dread goes down. That's huge. And the other piece of that, and, it, and this is a thing that got me thinking too, you know, I've, I've got two kids and, you know, I tell them all the time that my job, my job is not to be their friend. They get angry at me constantly because I give them responsibilities and chores and I expect them to do them. Um, but if I do all the things for them, I tell them all the time, my job is to make you a responsible member of society. If I say yes, when they're like, can you make my breakfast? Can you get my clothes for me? Can you pick this up? Can you fill in the blank of all the, go get me a snack, right? How many times do I hear that a day? <laughs> a million. But if I say yes to all of those things, am I serving them? One, I get mad about it and I'm irritated and I don't want to do it. And so now my energy is in an icky space. My head is in an icky space. I'm resentful of actually helping my children and that's not fun. And then I feel guilty about being resentful about caring for my children and that's not fun. But I'm also not teaching them anything. I'm not allowing them to be empowered. I'm not allowing them to be accomplished. And so whether or not that's your children, whether or not that's your coworkers or your partner, you know, there, there's a, there's a term called weaponized incompetence, and that's a whole different, whole different story for a whole nother day. But that's the idea of like, I'm going to let you do that because you're better at it. Um, and we do this to ourselves. This is a thing that we are doing to ourselves. We get mad at other people because they're not contributing, but like we volunteer it and we do it because we have that idea of, I can do it better or we don't want to say no because we're afraid somebody's going to get mad or we're afraid that they're not going to like us anymore. And that, that fear of that judgment really can hold us back. So my challenge to you is to not say yes right away. It might be way too much for you to be like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> or maybe we just pause. Maybe we just pause for a second. And instead of that automatic gut, just instinctual, yes. What if we say, I'll get back to you on that. Anybody see like, don't tell mom a babysitter said, I'm right on top of that rose. Like it's, it's a little bit like that. Like just pause for a second. Nobody needs to know what you're evaluating, but they do need to know that you are evaluating, that you have to decide whether or not this is a thing that you are emotionally, physically, energetically capable of doing. And you know what? Other people are capable of doing a lot of things. We don't necessarily give them credit for their capabilities. 
it's a really good way to encourage it. <laughs> you know, let them know. Say, let, let me think about it. I'll get back to you on that shortly. Shortly could be anything, right? You know, my kid could be like, can you get me some water? And be like, let me think about it. <laughs> be like, I'll get back to you. And either they're going to be impatient, they're going to do it themselves. I'm going to be like, what? Or if you want to take it one step further and like break everybody's brain, you could say, let me get back to you. I need to decide if that serves me. That's not a real life thing. <laughs> Maybe it is for, cer for certain, you know, circles and certain friends and support systems. That could be a thing that you could realistically say. But right now, what I want you to think about are who are those people that are the takers? Who are the people that go to you because they know if I, if I call Susan, she's going to do it. If I call whoever, they're going to do this for me because that's what they do, right? Is that a cycle that you want to perpetuate? Is that a cycle that serves you? So I'm going to challenge you to think about what that default answer is. Is yes your automatic go-to? And does that serve you? How do we know the things that serve us? How do we know the things that don't? We have to actually like recognize what we do in a day. So this is the exercise that I was mentioning earlier. This takes some time. It takes some intention. And it's kind of a pain in the tush, but it's absolutely worth it. So the exercise is to write down what you do in a day. Actually write down those things. Take a couple of days. Take a weekday. Take a weekend day. And write down the things. I made breakfast. I loaded the dishwasher. I unloaded the dishwasher. I switched the laundry that I had to rewash for the second time. You know, you know whatever. That happens. Uh, <laughs> I scheduled a dentist appointment. I took a kid to Target to get a birthday present for this. I went to you know, supervise the school dance, write all of the things down, every single one of them. And then without judgment, without judgment, I want you to look at those things and decide whether or not you even enjoy doing any of them, right? There are energy boosting tasks. There are energy draining tasks. We don't actually have to enjoy doing all of the things and it's okay to not enjoy doing all the things. There are a lot of times where I don't like playing with my kids and that's a really crappy thing to say out loud, but like, I don't, <laughs> there are times where I love it and I love my babies, but like, I'm really not a good like pretender. So like playing my little pony and making up stories with Barbies is like not my jam. I have a really hard time with that. I would much rather like sit and color quietly. I would much rather like play chess and have my son beat me. <laughs> There, there are different things that each of us enjoy, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we do need to recognize what those things are so we can decide whether or not we are going to participate in those. You know, playing with your kids is a different, you know, obviously a different example than like, you know, am I going to sweep the floor? Am I going to clean the toilet? You know, when, I'm not sure anybody gets joy from cleaning a toilet, but what we can do with this list is we can look at those things that are energy boosting. We can look at those things that are energy draining. We can decide what is priority right this, right this very second, right? We can say, what happens if I don't do that? If I don't clean the toilet today, is the sky going to fall? Is the world going to burst into flames? No, no, it's not. Maybe you don't enjoy cooking. You know, maybe that's a thing that you used to. And like right now you just don't have the time or the energy and you just can't even think about it. Cool. How do we solve that problem? Is that a thing you can delegate to someone else? Or is it the place where you're going to go to the grocery store, you're going to plop a rotisserie chicken on the table and get some already prepped veggies and call it a day? 
right? We don't have to be perfect at all the things. We don't have to live this crazy life of comparison, which, you know, again, if we want to go to a whole other topic, you know, we've got diet culture, we've got social media, we've got, you know, all of these kind of comparison traps telling us what we should be doing. But what we should be doing is taking a step back and recognizing are the things that we're doing serving us in a way that is positive? Are we doing things in a way that actually makes sense and respect our bodies, respect our energies, respect our health? And if we think about that, not just in terms of saying yes or saying no for us, right? That that feels selfish. And, you know, we're very, we're taught from a very young age that like being selfish is a bad thing, but I don't look at it as being selfish. I look at it as being respectful. Being respectful is an encouraged thing. Being kind is an encouraged thing. But what if that respect and what if that kindness was mirrored back at yourself from the choices that you're making just by saying yes, just by saying no, or saying maybe I'll get back to you. And it's a big place of evaluation, but it's a really big place where we can take back a lot of the control that we have. It's a place where we can recognize we have, we have strength, we have courage, and we can make those empowered choices that do serve us and aren't at the sacrifice of everybody else. Saying no actually serves other people. It helps my kids become functional members of society. It helps other employees learn to do other tasks. It helps colleagues learn to find their voices. It helps partners be better partners. Setting those boundaries is a gigantic form of respect, not just for you, but for those other people. So that is the practice that I want you to, that I want you to think about. Think about, learn to embrace, and and practice, right? Practice is a thing of intention. Practice is not at all an expectation of perfection. Practice means we're going to do our very best and we are going to expect improvement. And sometimes we're going to do the same thing and it's not going to go as great, but that's okay because we're practicing. So continue to practice, continue to say out loud in the mirror, I'll get back to you on that and see how it feels. And the more you do it, the more you practice, the more it will become natural and the more empowering it will become. So that is my message for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I gave you some good, good food for thought. And thank you so, so very much for spending a little bit of your day with me. I will see you right back here next time. Bye, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Reboot Podcast. For more nutrition, hormone, autoimmune, and fitness support, click on the links in the show notes to learn how you can work with me and learn one-on-one. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please subscribe and share with others just like you who could benefit from this type of support. I appreciate you and thank you so very much for spending some of your valuable time with me today. See you next time.